the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hi, right, folks. Welcome to FM 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer. This is Yak Radio with Dave Stahl. And I got a couple of car reviews. But first, I want to thank San Diego Propane out in East County for all their support. Uh, if you happen to live out in East County and propane prices are getting a little out of hand, give Dave a call at 619-460-1705. Him and his family will be more than happy to come out and service your facility. Uh, he only does East County, so you're lucky there. Go to st-propane.com, st-propane.com. He is family-owned and operated, and, and they will treat you just like family. So I highly recommend him. Also, West Escondido Auto and Transmission. In fact, Brian does a show Saturday mornings with his brother, and they own West Escondido Auto and Transmission. And they actually own four locations for your convenience up and down the county. Go to westautomotivegroup.com. They're Napa Auto Care, ASC certified, AAA approved. They do it all, and they just do a really, really good job, and the warranty's guaranteed clear across the United States. Okie dokie. So the car I want to review right now, if I had to pick car of the year for me, this might be it. I still wish it was a V8, but with gas prices the way they are, I'm kind of happy with the twin turbo V6 that's under the hood of this 472 horsepower Cadillac CT4 V-Series Blackwing rear wheel drive i know that's a mouthful but man is it a blast to drive if you you know there's people out there that go point a point b don't even care and then there's people that go out there and they love performance at any speed well that's what this is all about it's a four-door sedan it sits low it's got a, a stance to it that just Bar none. I mean, it makes the competition even look weak. Uh, top speed, 189 miles an hour, if you can believe that. You know, 0 to 60 and under 4 seconds. And probably the the creme de, de la creme is you can get it in a 6-speed manual. I know. There's people out there that could care less. They'd rather have an automatic. In fact... If you put the 10-speed automatic in this car, it's a second quicker than a, a standard shift. But I don't care. Oh, and with the automatic, you get paddle shifters. I still don't care. This was infrared tint coat, which was a real, real pretty, real pretty color. Really, really liked it. Um, but, man, I tell you, it's just, was just, just a joy to drive. This is definitely going to be one that I'm going to be kind of you know pulling a tear when they take it back next week because this thing just has has been fun. Uh, I always complain about manufacturer warranties in the U.S. Well, Cadillac's giving you a four-year, 50,000-mile bumper-to-bumper and a six-year, 70,000-mile powertrain warranty. Thank you. 
It's got a, a V button on the steering wheel. You can literally set this Cadillac up to whatever it is you like, steering, uh, braking, suspension, you, know, you name it. It's right there on the dash. All you do is you set it up to what you like. It's got a uh, it's got a data recorder built into the car, so if you do happen to take it to uh, uh, a track or a, a you know a solo one SECA event or any of those types of things, you can actually set the car up and you can capture the information as to how you performed, and you could use it as a as a building tool, which is really 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 nice. Uh, it's got adaptive suspension, magnetic ride, which is a GM. It was a GM system that really, really gives you a phenomenal ride. I mean, it adjusts considerably, you know, as it's going down the road. Brembo brakes, front and rear, uh, red calipers, 18-way driver's seat. Uh, just, gosh, heated seats. In fact, I'll tell you how cool it is. I got up this morning to put it on TV, and it was chilly as can be. So I went ahead and uh, walked out to the car, started it up. Automatically, the seat heaters came on. The steering wheel heater came on, you know. And then once I got down the road and the interior, you know, warmed up to my preset temp, then the seat heaters calmed down as well as the uh, steering wheel. And and that's, you know, if you're going to spend this kind of money – and we're talking BMW, Audi, Mercedes money, then you're going to want these types of, of, of features. It also has heads-up display, which is really, really uh, great. And you can adjust you know, the heads-up display and give you whatever information you know, you're looking for. Uh, you can also... Um, uh, you also have a, a two-tone interior, which is really, really quite nice. I think what they called it. It's, uh, if I'm not mistaken, it's a natural tan with jet black. So it's kind of a tan and black. And like I said, you could bolster up those seats so you're snug as a bug when you're behind the wheel. The steering wheel, of course, tilts elect- electronically. A nice, big, fat steering wheel. you got suspension adjustments on the steering wheel. You can set the suspension to whatever uh, flavor you happen to like. I don't normally fool around with that stuff on on the city streets. If I go to a racetrack, I usually will play with it. But uh, I like driving these cars as as if it was a daily driver. To give you an example, a fuel mileage quoted 15 city, 23 highway, and 18 combined. I rolled into the studio today at 23.1. Okay, well, that doesn't sound like a whole big big difference. But, you know, if you can hit the fuel mileage number, then you're driving it the way they designed it. I guess it's about the easiest way to you know say that. A lot of carbon fiber on the car because it's a black wing. It's got a little carbon fiber uh whale tail in the back not real big you know not obtrusive you know it doesn't block your view but it works and then you have a diffuser down below underneath the rear bumper and the diffuser you know basically blows keeps the air flowing underneath the car and that also helps with the stance and the stability of the car uh pricing uh you're looking at a base of 
58995. But if you get carried away like this car did, it bumped it to 70235 So this particular car had over $10,000 worth of options, which, you know, I can't think of any of them that I, I wouldn't want. It's got tons of uh, safety that you, you know, probably wouldn't even know. Automatic emergency braking, forward collision alert, front pedestrian braking, safety alert for the seat. Front and rear uh, park assist, HD rear vision camera, which I haven't even turned on. Teen driver, you know, if you're silly enough to let your kid drive this car, you can at least keep track of what he or she is doing. Uh, lane change alert, side blind zone alert. So, you know, and those are all standards with the car. But uh, if you like to drive, because I tell you, automatics drive you. And you a stick shift, you drive a stick shift. So if you like the the thrill of driving, uh, then you might want to take a peek at this uh, CT4 V Series Blackwing rear wheel drive manual. You got to get the manual. Come on, get the manual. And this tranny is smooth as butter. I have no complaints whatsoever. It was sweet. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, I got another car. This one's a 23, a 2023 right here on Yak Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks, welcome back. You're listening to Yak Radio with Dave Stahl on FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. This segment is brought to you by South Bay Auto House, Mercedes-Benz Service and Repair. South Bay Auto House is the leading independent service and repair facility for Mercedes-Benz vehicles in San Diego. They offer quality sales, parts, service, repair. They've been family-owned and operated for over 25 years, and they've been servicing San Diego Mercedes-Benz with a commitment to trust, integrity, and honesty. I know the guys well that own it. I know the technicians. It's nothing but the truth. Um... Their Mercedes-Benz vehicle technicians are highly trained and skilled to perform all maintenances and service work. They have an in-house parts department that allows them to complete your Mercedes service often the same day, just for your convenience. Uh, They have a selection of pre-owned Mercedes-Benz vehicles that are of the highest quality in San Diego. Each vehicle is fully serviced and inspected prior to display on their showroom. To meet the highest level of standard and excellence Mercedes-Benz owners expect. So if you're thinking of buying a new Mercedes-Benz, contact Auto House first regarding their trade-in purchase program that will allow you to maximize the value of your previously owned Mercedes-Benz. South Bay Auto House is your Mercedes-Benz solution in San Diego. You can follow them on social media channels and subscribe to their newsletter to stay connected to South Bay Auto House promotions and news. Go to autohousesouthbay.com or stop by and see Gary and Rick and tell them you heard it right here on KCBQ. Also, scratches, dings, and dents. Maybe you need a little window tint, bumper docks, and tea. Uh, another family-owned and operated business. They do a phenomenal job. Probably one of the best window tinters in town. They can also clean up your headlights. They can take care of chipped windshields. They do it all. Go to santeebumperdock.com. Santee Bumper Doc dot com. 
All right. So this vehicle, I was kind of surprised it showed up. But this is a 2023 Mazda CX-5 Zero or a CX-50. And I was a little puzzled. Has an interesting paint job, a Zircon Sand Metallic. Stuck a 2.5 liter turbocharged, 225 horsepower, four-cylinder in there. Sitting on 20-inch alloy wheels. It's got all the all the bells and whistles, rain-sensing wipers, leather trim seating, heat and cool seats, uh, heated steering wheel, paddle shifters, nice Bose 12-speaker sound system. This added as options, heated rear seats, 360 vehicle monitoring, and you can throw about 31.4 cubic feet of gear in the back if you like. Uh, and you'll look at this, and you'll look at a CX-5, and you'll say, well, geez, why would I bump to a 50? Well, this one actually has off-road capabilities that the 5 doesn't. iActive all-wheel drive, MI drive technology, and it's it's really, it's a crossover that really crosses over. Uh, you can actually tow with it. It's got a rough rack that you can put all your gear up in it. But if you just want to use it for a family hauler, you know, that's more than doable as well. Uh, fuel mileage is really good. 23 city, 29 highway, 25 combined. I got about 31.2 out of it, which I was totally, totally you know, impressed with that. So no argument there. If you're a Mazda fan, you know, they kind of brought the zoom, zoom back into this particular vehicle. Um uh, some of the other uh, features on it uh, is that they, they've, they've added that uh, 2.5 Turbo Meridian Edition, and then they outfitted it with 18-inch black metallic alloy wheels, put some all-terrain tires on it, side rocker garnishes, headlamp protectors, uh, a CX-50 Meridian hood, graphics, and they completed the look with an optional Apex package, which adds crossbars, roof platform, front and rear splash guards. And that's kind of, the, and I, I don't have the Meridian, but I kind of wish I had. That looked like that would have been just a ton of fun. So initially, uh, you know, like, like I said, you were wondering why this is coming out so early. Uh, well, because it, it, there's just no cars on the lot. And this one was ready to roll, so they figured, well, they're able to build enough of these, so that's why they decided to throw it out there, so that uh, people would have a, uh, you know, a choice between a five or a fifty. And it turned out to be a winning winning idea because there are people that would want a more capable off road vehicle, and that's really what you're going to end up getting. Uh, How does it drive? Well, you know. Uh, the CX-50 will be Mazda's first vehicle to come out of their new Huntsville, Alabama plant that is a joint venture with Toyota. And like I was mentioning, you can choose between the base 2.5-liter four-cylinder engine with puts out 187 horsepower and 186 foot-pounds of torque and or the turbocharged version, which is 256 and 320 uh, now, it does run on 93-octane fuel if you want to get the mileage. Or you could say, you know, like I said, or you can go with the 227 horsepower 310 on 87. Uh, they're the same engines offered on the CX-5 and are paired with a 
six-speed automatic transmission with standard uh, all-wheel drive. Uh, I personally like the uh, turbocharging, and it's not because you know I'm looking for out-and-out, get-up-and-going horsepower. I just like the briskness of it. I like when I'm getting out on the freeway, I don't have to really judge you know how many cars are around me uh but you know you can get to 60 miles an hour in about 6.5 seconds which you know is is not bad at all uh the handling is really nice it almost gives you that sports car feeling but that's that sky active technology that mazda is famous for uh the firm suspension does keep body rolling check when cornering because i did take it up in the mountains and the all-wheel drive supplies that i'm abundance of traction when it's powering out of a turn so you know it's not a bad not a bad way to go again sporty handling is is one of the key traits of this particular model uh but like i mentioned it's got off-road capabilities which you know most compact fuvs you know they'll do a rutted road or you know light terrain or gravel but the 50 proves that it can handle a heck of a lot more. So, you know, you might want to take a peek at it, take it on a road test, go off-road with it, see uh, see how it, how it handled. Uh, but, you know, again, they did put a new off-road mode that really combines the steering and traction control system to keep the vehicle on its intended path. So it's part of their 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 mode, uh, drive modes that, you were, that makes this, stand high, high and tall for the five and depending on the trim level you uh, also has either an 8.3 or an 8.6 ground clearance you know and the latter figure is comparable to the outdoorsy subaru forester which is eight seven so you know you might want to take a look at that you might especially if you're comparing prices uh, there is a little bit of a price to be paid for the cx50's exceptional handling ability and that, it's a little on the firmer ride than you would find, say, in the CX-55. But, you know, I, I've i never been a f- fan of a soft soft car of this size. I like a little bit of stiffness. So, you know, the key is you just got to get it and drive it. Uh, the interior was done extremely well. Uh, it's got a really nice cockpit. Uh you know, the Mazda sticks pretty much to simplicity. They've got knobs. Uh, you know, it's not overly complicated. Uh, they put the driving experience front and center, and it aims to, you know, keep, get away from distractions from other technologies. The design with the broad horizontal dash and small infotainment display on the top has, you know, a lot of similarities to the to the CX-5, which would make, you know, really perfectly good sense uh so you know you just gotta you just gotta get in this thing and take a look at it as far as uh, towing uh again the behind the rear seat cx50 can hold up to 31.4 cubic feet of cargo and that's marginally better than the cx5 but it's quite a bit smaller than other suvs in this class like for the for example the honda crv can hold up to 39.2 the space itself is narrower and longer than in the CX-5, something that uh, Mazda says should be a plus for adventure-bound uh, folks. Interior storage is adequate, you know, but not impressive. 
you do get a small rubberized tray to keep your phone in place with a few modern, moderately sized cup holders, which I didn't have a problem. Bins in the doors. So, you know, it, it's, it's, it's worked itself out as far as that goes. Uh, one thing for towing, the base engine is limited at 2,000 pounds, while the turbo, you can punch that out to about 3,500 pounds. Uh, most rivals are limited under 2,000, and, and, you know, and I don't know if you'd want to go much more than that. Uh, but it does, it, does, it does help out considerably. Like I say, the fuel mileage is great. Uh, you can run unleaded uh, unless you get with, uh, you know, because I didn't see anything on there that said you had to run uh, premium with the, uh, with the turbocharged engine, which is always a good thing. In fact, I'm starting to worry about the fuel in these tanks because I know no one's buying, putting 91 octane in their car. I just know they're not doing it. So you're, you're going to run yourself into a situation where, you know, I don't know if it'd be stale fuel or, or what the case may be, but 2023 Mazda CX-50. Uh, and there is a new dealer in town that you might want to check out. It's called Hello Mazda. It's right over there off Claremont Mesa Boulevard, 805. It's where boomers used to be. Uh, they have a new concept on selling cars. Uh, they don't have a finance department. The sales representative does everything. They don't mark their cars up. Uh, you get them at what the sticker price says. Uh, I know it used to be half the crew, if not all the crew, from John Hine Mazda is now running that facility. Eladio is a good buddy of mine. He's a general sales manager. Take a run over there. He'll take you on a tour of the place. You'll be uh, quite impressed. They're eventually going to clear that lot out and put in a state-of-the-art Mazda dealer, so you'll want to stay tuned for that. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to chat more about automotive right here on FM 961, AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks, welcome back. You're listening to Yak Radio with Dave Stahl, FM 961, AM 1170, The Answer. This segment is brought to you by San Diego Gear and Axle. If you have a off-road buggy, a drag car, circle track car, it doesn't make any difference if it's got an undercarriage and it's got two-wheel, four-wheel, or all-wheel drive, Steve is the guy that can take care of any and all your problems, whether it's just straight maintenance, maybe you want to upgrade it, maybe you want to uh, you know, do some modifications to it, change your gear ratio, maybe you got a classic car and the gear ratio is too, too low and it's just you know, just driving you crazy. Steve is the guy. That's all he works on is uh, undercarriage. So you need to give him a call. He's at 858-449-5656. And he's located over there on Pioneer Way in El Cajon. But when it comes to drivetrains, nobody, nobody does it better. Well, we're starting to come out of the pandemic and one of the other side effects is the car market. Well, one, we didn't have a lot of new cars on the lot. But, you know, the used car markets, the Carvanas of the world, are now starting to take a hit. It looks like Carvana just laid off 2,500 employees. Uh, there's no free money coming out of the government. And a lot of people were using that to go out and buy new cars. Well, that's kind of 
slowing down a little bit. Uh, in fact, just buying a new car right now is tough. Uh, the dealers are just, they're marking them up. And you probably wonder why. Why would they do that? Well, it's just, it's just purely economics. You know, when you're selling 200 cars a month, and then all of a sudden you're only selling 20 cars a month because of inventory, what are you going to do to make up that gap? And it's a large gap because you still got to pay the bank for every car sitting on the lot. Thank goodness there's not a lot of cars sitting on the lot. So the dealers have to mark them up. It's just it's just that simple. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And they are not budging. I can tell you a list of friends that have bought vehicles from certain dealers for five, six vehicles. And today the dealer is not budging off there, whatever they're marking it up. And it really and the markups depend on what it is. The more popular the, the vehicle, the more they're gonna mark it up. And they're just they're just they're just not gonna budge. And so you might as well be ready for that. Uh so if you don't have to buy a new car right now, this is a good time not to. Uh, I haven't really ran the lease numbers to see how easy it would be if it'd be easier to lease than buy. Um, all I know is I've been getting stories left and right of people, you know, agreeing on one price, they order the car, and then when it gets here, the price, you know, the price has been increased due to, due to inventory or, you know, whatever the case may be. So it's just a tough time to go out and want to buy a brand new car. Uh, used cars, they're still holding their value, as crazy as that is. But we'll have to wait and see how long that's going to last because when someone sells their used car, what are they going to get to replace it? Another used car? You know, so it's that's starting to, to be affected. But when you see a company like Carvana lay off 2,500 people, and I don't know if you're aware of it, but where John Hine Pontiac was down in Mission Valley, that was going to be the new Carvana location. And they were starting to work on it, and now it looks like they've stopped. So it looks to me like car manufacturers are kind of pulling back on on investments that they were planning on making, say, here in the U.S. Electric vehicles now, all of a sudden, sales have jumped 60% since the first of the year, especially in California, which... You think, oh, okay, well, that's pretty cool. No, it's not. Because now the state of California has has put the word out that because of all these electric vehicles that people are buying, we, as a general public, need to be prepared for brownouts and blackouts. Because California, after shutting down you know, all the nuclear power plants, shutting down pretty much anything and everything, coal fire plants, and relying on on air and wind, or air mainly, uh, it, it, you know the wind farms are not generating enough electricity to keep us lit. So all these people buying these electric vehicles, they start plugging them in. Next thing you know, you're, it's going to put a drain on California, and that's going to be our next problem here in the state of California. And that is the fact that we're not going to be able to keep the lights on. So, 
I've said it once, I've said it 150 times. We should have done the infrastructure first. We should have put in nuclear power plants or whatever, whatever way we want to generate. Get the grid just super fat with lots of juice. Then start building electric vehicles and selling them to the general public. I was talking to a Chevrolet executive at one of my last press events. And I said, where's a $10,000 electric car? And he goes, what are you talking about? I says, well, okay. I says, there's lots of folks out there that work in the, you know, McDonald's, grocery stores, you know, places where they can't afford a sixty, seventy thousand dollars electric car. And manufacturers, their their um, their SERP or their their uh, what do you call it? Uh, credits, electric car credits are are going away slowly but surely. So I mean, it's it, it's not it's not a win win. You know, everything was kind of done backwards, and then and then what are you going to do? You know, so consequently, without any way of, of powering up all these cars, and if you'll notice, when you go out into the into the city, places that do have chargers, you know, there's starting to be a small handful of them that are not either not working, or there's a not enough. I, I was at a, I don't go to Walmart. I was just driving by a Walmart, and they put six electric charging stations in the parking lot six are you kidding me well i guess the positive side to that is people that shop at walmart probably can't afford an electric car anyway but the fact of the matter is they're putting only six in you know what if all of a sudden you know you get inundated with uh more and more people buying electric vehicles how are you gonna how are you gonna charge them up how are you gonna keep them alive and well I don't know. I think we're heading, we're, we're doing this way too fast. You know, we're not prepared. We're putting the cart in front of the horse instead of behind the horse. And it's not going to be you or I that's going to be affected necessarily. But if they get to that 2035 where nothing out there is going to be on the road except electric, and, I, and you know what they're doing is they're, they're going to keep pumping the gas prices up. Uh, the last word I, I or last thing I read is that we're going to be close to $10, $10 a gallon because they can't figure out a way for you to park an electric car unless they push the gas prices so high that it, it makes it to the point where you just can't afford to do it. But stop and think of all of the employees and all the people that are that work in that industry that will be out of work. I mean, it was bad enough when we when the administration closed the pipeline down in January of last year. There are thousands and thousands of jobs lost. And it's just like, oh, well, you know, better go find something else. Well, what are you going to find? I mean, you know, if you've been doing working in the oil fields or working in the gas fields your whole life, that job skill doesn't flip to much. You know, when you're trying to, to shut it down. And I have to tell you, everybody is saying, well, you know, we're, tra- you know, the, the administration's telling you to go ahead and, you know, start, you know, drilling for oil. But telling us to drill for oil is one thing, but you still got permits and you still, you still got restrictions. So it's not like, you know, it's just flip the switch. And then for the administration to go to 
uh, Argentina or Venezuela, Argentina, Venezuela, and get and they purchase the filthiest oil on the market. So that means you know the refineries have got to do more to get that product to where it needs to be to pass emissions and and work well with our vehicles. And we haven't even discussed these huge tanker ships that have to bring the product from there to here. And those guys, those big tanker ships are not, I repeat, they are not user-friendly, not by any stretch of the imagination. So again, instead of just letting us you know, do our thing here in the U.S., because we have more uh, product underground in the U.S. than anywhere, but they're just, you know, the, 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 the folks that are pushing the Green New Deal, they don't want anything, you know, they don't care. I mean, they, they've either being driven around by limos. And if they do have an issue, they have the money to pay for the gas. It's it's, But there's a lot of us out there that we can't afford not to drive. And when you can't afford not to drive, you know, then it's going to affect other things. And I don't know. It just seems to me like we need to be back to being uh, independent when it comes to propulsion and gas and oil and electricity. And, you know, we should never have to be without uh what they're doing, <laughs> what they're doing is they're going to make all these people that came across the border really, really mad because they're going to find out once they all get here that they're not going to have all of the luxuries that we used to have five, ten years ago because we're going to be almost heading into a third world country mentality with you know what it takes to you know put food on the plate, get from point A to point B. You know our schools are are decimated. You know we've got kids you know out of school but uh if you're looking to buy a new car this is not the time to do it that's all i can say the only other thing that's kind of makes me wonder is that you know in the year 2021 we had a lot of vehicles sitting in empty lots due to chips because we don't have chips well i guess we're going to start making chips here in the u.s but that's two or three years down the road what were all those 21s doing are they eventually going to come to market? Are they eventually going to? Are you going to be able to get a screaming deal on a twenty twenty one whatever? You know, I've asked a few people and I can't get a straight answer out of anybody. So, you know, that's going to be an interesting concept as well. All right, well, a little bit of my automotive rant and where we're going down the road and the, and the lights are on but it doesn't look good all right you're listening to yak radio with dave stall on fm 96 1 am 1170 the answer all right folks welcome back to yak radio with dave stall fm 96 1 am 1170 the answer this segment's brought to you by john's automotive import repair at 7447 university avenue John's has two locations. Just go to John's with an S, San Diego Auto Repair.com, and you can find both of his locations. One's domestic, one is import. He's got that much business. Uh, John is also a AAA NAP Auto Care, ASC certified shop. Just does a phenomenal job with his customers. Gives back to the community. He's really embracing the Boys and Girls Club in East County. He keeps. You know, adopting another club, another club, 
But John just does a phenomenal job. This shop is located at 7447 University City Avenue right there in lovely La Mesa. So check them out. All right. You know, I, I don't normally do this, but I subscribe to Automotive News, which is a kind of a trade newspaper. So I was just kind of looking through the pages and just seeing what, you know, what the titles were. Hyundai Motor Group breaks from the EV pack. And looks like Hyundai and Kia and even Genesis are leading the pack when it comes to electric vehicles, uh, which is really, really pretty, pretty good. Uh, then there, you go to your next page. Rising costs leads Toyota to hit pause. Uh, you know, despite record profits, uh, there's issues way on on the industry. So you know, Toyota's pulling back. Uh, Penske backs off a 2023 car shop sales goal, which uh, you know they were really big on 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 you know moving forward. So they're they're pulling back to see what in the world's going on. Um, Jeep and Ram drive Q1 surge in trans transaction prices for Stellantis, which is a family owned or family owned. It's the big owners. Uh, but then again, Nissan, they're going to back to profitability and they're value driven. So they're working really hard on, on going the other direction because they were sort of back in the back, uh, you know, because of issues that if you want to look into it, just Google Nissan woes and you'll see what that's all about. Uh, Cadillac has had so much good luck with their V series yeah, they're moving that into other lineups of their cars, which I'm a big fan. If you listen to the first part of uh, this show, you heard uh, my review on the CT4. Uh, Volkswagen kind of got caught off guard. Looked like the dealers wants an answer on a Scout. So it looks like Volkswagen must have the rights to the to the old International Scout. There's some drawings that have gotten out there. So I don't know. We're going to have to uh, wait and see just how that that goes. That I mean, the pictures are pretty interesting. Uh, it would be a nice little uh, vehicle for Volkswagen, since Volkswagen really doesn't have a a truck per se. Even though this one does show that it has a little bit of a a look. Uh, and then there also, this was a, an interesting story. Driving school for teens helps build loyalty. So, you know, I've said all along, you know, we don't give our kids enough training, you know, to put them behind the wheel of a, you know, two-ton vehicle that goes, you know, 150 miles an hour. So the local dealers in Texas are working with groups, and they're putting kids through a driving school, which fantastic i think that is huge because the more the better trained they are you know the better drivers you're gonna have uh and and let's face it you know nothing worse than losing a child and there are quite a few uh you know quite a few uh companies like brakes uh ford has driving skills for life just to name a few uh so you know, why not train them? Here's my take on it. You might have heard this. I think what everybody that, that becomes of age to drive needs to take a two to, or two or a three-day driving school, okay? 
that two or three day driving school should be paid for by your vehicle registration that you pay the state. Because let me tell you, that is a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of money. So, take the driving school, two or three day, not to go race, but to drive a car and understand what it can do, you know, when you get into a slippery situation, a tire blowout, all those types of things. And then once you do that, then the person gets their license and off they go. And when it comes time for their registration, you know, to be renewed or their driver's license to be renewed, if they have a clean record and no incidents, then boom, you just pay your registration fee and off you go. But if you've gotten in a few scrapes, tickets, accidents, then back to school you go. And this time you pay for it because, hey, we took care of you the first time. You didn't pay attention. So guess what? We're back. So that's my call, whether they do that or not or not. Okay, so we're talking that you can't get new cars. You know, used cars are worth their fortune, but you can't get them. But then all of a sudden, the wealthy exotic cars are taking off. I mean, it's crazy. Uh for example, the Maserati Levante, you know, it provided a major boost for Maserati, but the brand lost its momentum as rival other companies came about. But in 2021, was a great comeback year, and the new MC20 rear-wheel drive sports car is sold out for 2022 at $250,000 apiece. Sold out. Ferrari. Ferrari's global sales rose 22% to a record 11.155 in 2021, though it has yet to match pre-pandemic sales in the U.S. Look for that to change when its first SUV, and I'm not even going to try to pronounce that word, but it's Puro Sangui, goes on sale next year. Also, dealers report long wait time for the F8 and the Roma. McLaren. They're a holdout in the wave of SUVs sweeping the exotic world, and it's inching back from the pandemic. Many dealers say their allocation is sold out for 22. Bentley, the British ultra-luxury brand, hasn't looked back since introducing the the Bentagaya SUV in 2018, and it's spending another $3.36 billion to go all-electric by 2030. Uh, Aston Martin, since the launch of the 2020 DBX, Aston Martin's first SUV has become the British brand top seller. And then Lotus and Bugatti and Rolls-Royce and Lamborghini. It's crazy. So somebody's got some money. And, I mean, wouldn't it be nice if everything you touched, uh, you know, actually everything you touched turned to gold? And, you know, I told you I'm driving a, a six-speed, you know, Cadillac. I tell you, Toyota Supra is coming out, limited edition, but it's coming out with a six-speed. Um, here's some breakthrough products that you might be want to be, want to be made aware of. The Kia EV6 in their first month of sales in February is off the charts. Volvo C40 recharge last year arrival put a flag in the ground for Volvo's. 
EV emissions, Audi e-tron, uh, zero to 60 in three seconds. Uh, and they're, they're another one that, that you want to keep your eye out on. The Jeep Grand Wagoneer, which I just had, it arrived last fall, and it's just taking off like crazy. Mercedes-Benz EQS sedan. Uh, it's a critical launch for Mercedes-Benz, but I doubt they're going to have any problem. The Hyundai Ioniq 5, that thing is amazing as well. And if you didn't like the grill of the new Lexus of last year, you may not like the new one on the LX600. But this thing is a monster. It's a beast. The Toyota Corolla Cross, I think that's, you know, that's going to be another home run. BMW iX, it's the first electric crossover. It's got the new grill. I don't know if that's going to take off like everybody seems to think it is. So those are just some of the things you'll find if you subscribe to Automotive News. And plus there's dealer information, you know, who's been doing it the longest. You're starting to see more and more family dealerships be gobbled up by the, the conglomerates. But, you know, that's just the, the wave as things go. So it, it, it's it's going to be interesting. It's just it's just going to be interesting to see where where we go, and it'll be quite the ride if you ask me. But uh, the car business is it's not going to go anywhere. It's just going to change. And the question is, are you gonna are you gonna change with it? And I think that's really the the the, the key question is, you know, are we going to be able to adjust accordingly? Yes, it's going to be painful. You know, making a transition, it's going to have to be probably made someplace. But as I keep saying, we just, I don't think we're ready to make any major changes. You know, and nobody seems to lay out a game plan that would work for, you know, for everybody. But again, we'll just have to wait and see. So hang on to your used car. Keep it in tip-top shape. Keep it serviced. Keep it clean. Uh, because that thing is going to turn around and be worth some serious money. I'm telling you, it's going to be worth some serious, serious money. All right, let's go ahead and take a quick break. You guys have all been listening to the You Ought to Know show. And by the way, if you ever get a chance, go to Google, put my name in. You can see all my YouTube videos from KUSI real easy. All right, this is FM 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 